are listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast, a show by personal trainers for personal trainers. It's time. It's time to become a better trainer, get more clients, and change more and lives. Change more lives. And now, here's your host, the head coach and founder of Fitness Mentors, Eddie Lester. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. My name is Eddie Lester, your host. And I'm here today with the co-owners of Real Fitness from Playa del Rey. Uh, welcome to Peter and Lucho. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Fantastic. Thanks. Good. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I wanted to get you guys on the podcast because you guys had a great approach as a gym to all the chaos that happened uh, you know, at the start of the coronavirus pandemic. And I thought that your approach... Uh, being shared with our audience would be super crucial and, and helpful as you know it's it's so important to realize that the industry is shifting and uh, you know where is the industry going we know that virtual options were, were were something that needed to be adapted to as quickly as possible and I know you guys did a great job of that so I kind of wanted to start just just by talking to you guys about uh, you know well t- tell, tell us a little bit about your gym um, and then maybe the types of training that you do um, then we kind of go from there uh, well, yeah, well, we're, uh, uh, the type of training, like functional fitness is a word that's thrown around a lot, uh, where we have kind of a, a, a big open space with turf, dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, suspension straps. Um, and we're training everybody like people from their twenties up until our oldest client is like 82 years old. Love it. Um, but I want to say functional training is the word that's used a lot where it's, it's meaning just, just really teaching people the basic movements of fitness, how to master their body. Um, and, and it, like, we don't have a lot of machines. It's, it's again, it's dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, um, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of bare bones, but again, getting to like the, the basics, the root of fitness. And that's what our gym always, always, always been about. Love it. Yeah, love it. We even uh, customized some equipment uh, just to, uh, uh, Put our vision into play so everything in our gym uh, is is built around what we think makes sense to operate as a fitness uh, facility and and because of our space unlimited our space so well, what size is your gym about nine one thousand nine hundred nine uh nine seventy two square feet oh so yes yeah, so it's almost, 2, almost two thousand okay cool yeah. almost two thousand square feet but we rigged it and set it up where every part of the wall post is used as an anchor or a a station. So everything has um, a function to it. And like I said, we customize a lot of our equipment uh, based on experience and how we do things. And we have a saying, if you're not going to do it, don't put it out there. (laughs) If you ain't going to do the work, then don't put it out there. So so that's our kind of like a little bit of our philosophy. I love it. I love it. So, so primarily, uh, before coronavirus, uh, were you guys 100% in person? Um, t- tell me about your, your, your kind of business approach prior to the, the coronavirus pandemic. We were, it was, it was 100% in person. We were, our, our main is group classes, group classes and private training were our main drivers business. So, so yeah, group classes, we would get, uh, 18 people in a class on a busy day. And then we would have private training. We were doing some small group training that where that's like groups of two to three people. That wasn't um, as 
as popular a program, but, but it, the staple has always been private one-on-one -on -one training and, and group classes, which was up until the day we had to get shut down. Um, like our classes were packed. Like it's, it was you know, really, really well. And, and how, how many total members did, did you service uh, prior to the pandemic? I think probably like just over a hundred, maybe over 110 members. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And, and, and actually, those, even, even we have class pass. Okay. So yeah. you could say through that, we did they probably go like 150 of okay. like the people that come through there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I guess, I guess the, the, the main thing I want to, I want to talk to you guys about is just now that we kind of got, got the baseline of where you guys were prior to uh, the pandemic, let's talk about kind of the transition. So, so you guys are located in California, which has some of the strictest regulations. Um, talk to me about the, the, the day that you were forced to shut down and kind of what happened, um, you know, in, within the, the first few days to a week afterwards, what, how did you guys adapt? What did you do? And talk to me a little bit about that, that situation. Uh, so as soon as we knew we were going to close down um, prior to getting this started, like Peter mentioned, we talked about doing a virtual uh, setting. Now this really pushed it. So, and Michael, Michael already had background in, in, in film. So he had camera setups. He knew how to do a lot of these um, uh, setups for, for filming. So, it was immediately that we were able to decide, let's do it starting Friday. So like two days after we knew we had to close, we started doing it on, and I think it was on a Friday where we started the, uh, the Zoom, um, Zoom classes. And, now it, and then not knowing anything, obviously you're making little mistakes here and there, but after every mistake, you learn something and then you got better uh, as you kept doing it. And then we started knowing how to program. We knew that equipment was gonna be limited, so how do we make a really good class, the way people like our classes in person, how do we make it where we can translate it into a video where it's just now really less equipment, but still that same experience. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that and also talk to me about your client's experience going from being with you guys, you know, three days a week, four days a week in your classes to then switching online. How was that initial transition? Obviously, you might have to use a little bit less equipment that you had in the gym because you're accounting for what the equipment that the people have in their homes. But talk to me about the, your, your, your client's experience moving online. Uh, talk to me about maybe any difficulties that they shared with you or that you had. Yeah, talk, talk to me about that, that sort of experience. I think uh, one, one of the things that, because we've been around for seven years, we have a really good client base. Like we have a really good community at our gym. Uh, is so look, we, we trusted our members. So we, we did a, um, we lent out our dumbbells and kettlebells because our people were like, we want to work out. We want to get going. So like you said, once we got the virtual classes going, I mean, we had, it was probably like 80, 90% of our members were doing it. So everybody was ready to work out and go. That's and awesome. I, I actually, I hadn't heard, or I hadn't heard of, of a gym actually lending out some of their equipment or, or in the initial stages. Cause I guess that is pretty important because you, if you're thinking about, you know, 80 to 90% uh, of your members now wanting to continue, but virtually pretty much, I mean, how many of them actually had the equipment? Yeah. No, I think most people did not because they okay. just did, they were, because they were, their workout routine was solely our gym. So they okay. were never working out at home and we knew that. And then also we knew we weren't going to be using the equipment like that's, that anymore. So that's pretty genius. I, I, I hadn't heard of a gym doing that. That's a, that's, that's a great way to adapt. I love that. And it was a, there's a trust factor because we've had, it was, we didn't just give it to anybody. It was like people who had a membership and we knew like th that 
it, so so but that was the bulk of the people but so um so yeah we did a whole like that first week we had a rental thing where people would come by grabbing one dumbbell uh so they could keep it going and that was huge because now everybody had equipment to to go with and then like Lujo was saying like we made it was we jumped right on it so there's a lot of mistakes that we made but again it's because you have a good community mm -hmm. and they know like they know we're good at what we do so they're like all right we're gonna let you know things that zoom that like we don't like or whatever so it's just a communication thing and and so you just figure it out you just figure it out as you go but because they already trust you they know that we're trying and they, they really appreciate they were really really happy that we did not delay because it was like we're shut down and the next week they're back to working out five days a week that's awesome and and, and did you have to adjust any membership uh payments was it kind of just straight transitioned into virtual and um, talk, talk about your, your retention rate as you kind of went through that. Well, at, at that, well, yeah, we, we, we knew we had to do a different type of pricing because uh, okay. this is different. It's not in person. So now we, we knew we had to do a, um, a virtual membership price. Um, so, so we adapted to that. Um, it actually, it was free. Remember we did free for like the first. Oh time. yeah. Okay. We did do free. For how long did you do free for a bit? Uh, I don't remember. It was like three months. Oh, three it months. Was, okay. It was, it was, donation oh, that's right. Based. It was, yeah. So we didn't, we didn't, when we started off virtual, we didn't charge at all. We, we did it, we did it free with a, a donation via Venmo. So it was basically like pay what you can. If, if you even, what was cool was almost everybody paid and mm -hmm. most people kept paying what they would have paid at the gym just okay. to support us. Um, right. But it was, I think we did free for like three months, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's uh, been so long. I forgot that we did that for free. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, uh, and then from there, we, we knew that um, it was getting close to what we thought that it was going to have. We're going to have a reopening. So we wanted to be organized because we knew that it was going to stay now. We knew that the virtual stuff is part of the, the fabric of our business now. So that's when we started uh, um, talking about what would be a pay structure for that. I see. And, once we decided to do that, then we stopped with the donation and we introduced the, um, the, um, the virtual uh, membership fee. Awesome. Uh, and actually, I, I, I do, I do want to touch on that, what you guys are bringing up right now, because, because the donation based fitness class is very intriguing, um, in a lot of ways. Um, and I wanted to kind of, kind of get your feeling from, you know, uh, you mentioned that a lot of, lot of uh, your members actually just continue to donate the same amount that their membership would be. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, if you were to give an estimate on, on the percentage of people that, that, uh, that kept paying their normal rate, what, what, what do you think it would be? Uh, like the, um, I don't know. I would say, so I would say this, like, I think 80% of the people, I would guess 80% of the people that were doing virtual classes were paying some kind of money. Okay. So donating anything. Okay. And then from there, I would say maybe like half, half okay. were paying what they normally would pay. They were just, yeah. let me just keep paying. So yeah. that we kind of, I think it kind of breaks down that way. And did, did anyone go above on the donations? Did, did anyone help you um, um, because they knew you guys were going through a hard time? Yeah. We had some all-stars that were like, big money through we're like wow like yeah yeah we were surprised yeah. it's we humbling because you're like man you guys really really it's a hard time for everyone and yeah. and really want to make sure that we do well so yeah 
That's the, and, and that's that's the one one thing because we, we've talked a lot about donation based classes and especially with with access to a virtual world where you know you can have someone on the east coast going through your programs you can have someone all anywhere in the world going through a program like yours and you know kind of virtual opens you up to so many people that offering a donation base not only gives you exposure to people just wanting to try your class for free but if they like your class and they want to continue to do it virtually uh, they can donate uh, based on on how they their experience, and then also they can that opens you up to get a new virtual membership sale as well. Um, talk to me about the transition between your donation base to your virtual fitness membership. Um, it, it's it's like what Lucha was saying, where once we realized it was going to be a staple of the gym that you need to have an established price. Um, and then, so the, the other thing with the donation base is because we can get a hundred people on Zoom. So in the, to get a hundred, that's never gonna happen. I, I'm pretty sure we'll never get a hundred people on a class. Like mm -hmm. we maxed out it. Uh, our average, we would get on good days, we get like 30 people, 30 people. Okay. So you have a ton of room to get people on. In the gym at Real Fitness, we're limited to like, we, it used to be 18, it's gonna be less now, but because you're, you're limited, you have to have a price point because everybody has to fit into that. You, you're like, hey, we have only have 18 slots, you have to make it at least this much. But on the get virtual, it. because you have so much more room, you can just start to get people in. Okay. Um, but you also, you wanna establish a price point because there's, it's like that whole, uh, in business, it's like sometimes when, when things are free, it devalues the business. So you also want to establish a value of this is what it should be. It was, it was just hard because all this was new to all gyms. So there wasn't no mm -hmm. one, we would look, we would look at all the different gyms. Everybody's prices were all over the place because there wasn't, there wasn't like a market rate for virtual training. So it, it also took us a little while to be like, this is the price that's going to make sense. And then we finally settled on one. And again, it's just, it's like, we, okay, this is the price that will make sense that's going to establish value. And, and now people see, cause you know, we're also like, we consider ourselves to be good trainers. We're putting this out there. There should be a price that you have to pay to do this. It's just it took a few would, months to figure that out. Would you mind sharing your, your uh, in person subscription versus your virtual subscription rates? It's so for instance, an unlimited class in a month of unlimited classes in the gym is $225. Okay. A month of unlimited virtual training is $79. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then do you have a combination for both in-person and virtual or does the in-person include the virtual? Includes. Includes. Okay. And then, and then another question that, that, that I, I've seen and I have interest in with, with the future of uh, where the industry is going, when you guys open back up, will you offer or will you live stream every single class so that people or all of your members can access it regardless if they're in the gym or not 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 no. our our great not the regular classes okay because there's equipment like we're using sleds and ropes. Ah, okay. yeah. so it's it has it's, it's you have to tailor the workout for we, we make the workout assuming you only have one dumbbell or kettlebell so it's as minimal as possible okay so, so you'll probably in that case uh we'll say have hours dedicated to a virtual class versus having hours dedicated to an in-person class. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then and also, uh, okay. uh, and also like an on-demand, we just started doing on-demand. So, you know, there's more to explore with this and we're always constantly talking about what else can we do? Cause there's more than just working out with a dumbbell. Um, and then the time, like people, not everybody's going to, 
be home on time or they probably want to work out at their time. So if we record the workout, then they have a video on demand. So now we do record our live stream virtual classes okay. so that if somebody does like the workout or can't work out at that time and wants to work out at a different time, then now they have that option. So that's new. That's a new feature that we just added to our virtual uh, stream. And, and, and this, that's $10 a month. So that's a whole nother, yeah. like a oh, Netflix kind of thing, you know, is that, is that an upgrade to a membership at $10 a month or anyone can access $10? Anybody, anybody. Okay. Interesting. So you could, uh, you could, you could go online and just use our gym for $10 a month of like he's saying the on demand, which there are, there's people that do that. They, they yeah. just pay $10 a month for on demand classes. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, this is, this is where, in my opinion, any gym, any personal trainer, uh, anyone doing group classes, anyone doing virtual group classes, there's an opportunity there to record your classes, put them into a library and offer a subscription based payment to, you know, thousands of people across the world. Um, what's great about the recording too, is I'm sure, and maybe you guys have done this is you're going to get content to put out into the world relative to your social media, your email marketing, uh, any advertising that you wanted to do to promote any of this stuff. Uh, what, what, what we see a lot of benefit from is, is the class recordings. That's not just, Hey, stick it in a library and people can access it. That allows you to have very real, uh, videos and marketing tools to, uh, put out there so that, you know, people love Peter teaching, teaching the class. Uh, you know, you grabbing a clip of yourself and uh, teaching a specific exercise, posting it on social media, developing a community online as well as in person. I think that that's kind of where, where the future is absolutely going in that respect. What, what, what do you guys think as far as, uh, uh, you know, the future of your business and, and, and where you can, you can, uh, we'll say, build upon what you, what you currently built? Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we plan on implementing all of that because, you know, it's, it's, there's a, so for instance, like Luto said, we record the live stream classes now. So because we're already doing the live stream class, we can record it and now it's accessible on demand. So it's like, you now have two options off of one workout. Um, and then we also will make our own workouts, like where it'll be shorter, like a quick 20 minute stretch, whatever, whatever. Um, but it's, 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 it's stuff where it's not hard to do. Like we're in the gym all the time. We're working out and all that. So now it's like, just recording you doing something, taking 20 minutes out of your day goes into that product of the on-demand. And, and what's cool about, like you said, on-demand on is worldwide. So our plan is to, right now we have, obviously we just need to open up. We just need to open up and get things back running. Yeah. Once that goes, then we're going to start to uh, have an actual like marketing plan for our virtual because mm -hmm. like that, what is it, like Beachbody and those companies, they've been doing that stuff for years. Yeah. Yeah. And like the Nike training club, a lot of people have had these little subscriptions to apps that we just brushed off, but you're like, why can't, when you look at it, it's like, there's nothing revolutionary. It's just mm. content. And we just now just need to take the time to get the content and you can reach an unlimited amount of people. When, yeah. and, and I was going to say, uh, add to that, you know, you talked about like, if, uh, uh, you mentioned like if somebody likes Peters and so yeah, you build a community. So, you know, even in here, People are drawn by the energy instructor. It's not mm -hmm. so much the location, it's the, it's, the, it's the personality. So even in the virtual world, it, you still have to animate into a personality that yeah. people gravitate to. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's one thing that I think that, that's, uh, that's, that's um, 
that you have to figure out, like your voice and you know what what comes out naturally. So that's that's a, 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 something new for me learning into this character because you're you're performing. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah, and and kind of kind of just touching on one one point that you brought up, Peter. Um, when you think about the on-demand recordings, not only uh, you know does that twenty minutes lead to an additional value within your on-demand, uh, we'll say rotation of of classes. But it also requires zero additional work for thousands of people to access. Yeah. Which, which, is, which is, you know, and, and, and then you brought up the uh, Nike training app and Beachbody. Um, what's, those companies have been successful because they have great instructors and they, they develop a little bit of a following. But those people never actually get to live interact, we'll say, with an instructor. And the, the biggest piece, in my opinion, to virtual streaming and virtual, virtual training is going to be developing a relationship, just like you guys, you and I are right now, over a live stream that allows the person to interact with someone that they respect and that they enjoy taking a fitness class from. And, and that building of that relationship really creates a connection that, you know, they could be anywhere in the world and still, uh, you know, interacting with their favorite, with their favorite instructor. In that respect. Yeah. yeah, I would and, say there's an added level of connectivity where one of the cool things that happened is we had past clients who, who got reconnected with us. Like I have a client now who had moved to Atlanta and I, I train her and it's, I could have been doing this. I could have been training her over Zoom ever since she moved, but you still don't think about it. Yeah. And then you introduce the live stream classes. They're like, Hey, I could, you know, we could keep training. And so there's a connectivity of we've been here for seven years. You can only imagine how many people have moved away, but now if they can access our workouts, like, Oh, I, I miss these guys. I can stay with them. And then you also have the referral where someone like, so, so my client who moved to, to Atlanta has a bunch of friends that have done our classes because they're just going to be like, Hey, these guys are cool. Like it's her sister in New York. She's like, Hey, you want to work out with me? <laughs> class? So it, it brings everything together. And like, so like referrals are huge. Like referrals in this business are, your number one way of attracting quality people. And now if it's, if you're unlimited, if someone can tell their, their brother in Ohio that check out their online workouts, your network just continuously grows. And, and that's a, that's a huge component. What you just said about why this industry is going to be completely flipped upside down regarding utilizing a virtual option. Um, it's because of exactly what you just said. Not, if you get one fan, in Atlanta or, or an old student that moved away and they're like, Hey, I'd like that. They tell their friends and you know, three or four of their friends join and do the virtual fitness option as well. It's literally, if you're good at what you do as a virtual trainer, as a virtual group fitness trainer and, and leading virtual classes, it's literally an exponential effect and, and having that subscription or having a donation base, in which people can just gain immediate access and, and, and build a community that could be located anywhere and then exponentially grow from that because you're good. That's where it's just completely undeniable that this is going to, to take over the fitness industry regarding workouts. And I, I always say in, in, in all of our, all of our education and podcasts and webinars that this little device, this, this iPhone right here, is one of the most important business tools for all fitness professionals because now you can actually live stream straight from your phone. Actually, yeah. Well, what do you guys talk to me about the equipment that you use to to live stream? Right? Is it just a phone on a tripod? Is it an iPad? Is it a computer? What do you guys? It's do? all of the above. No. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we don't have, or we should be getting like a, a, a one piece of equipment, but right now we're all using our own pieces of our equipment, our phone, our iPad, our a laptop. So yeah, that's what we're using right now. That's awesome. It's awesome. Trainer, and, just, trainer uses their own, whatever, whatever their, their MacBook or iPad. We just, we bring our own when we come in. And, and honestly, that's the convenience of the technological age that we're in because everyone has that little device in their pocket. Now that, that smartphone or, or something that's easily able to connect to the internet and record a virtual class. Yeah. And um, cool. Like we had, we had, uh, there was spectrum internet issues in our neighborhood, in the gym's neighborhood. So we had to, you know, we had to do some classes from home, but it's like, you can easily do that. So yes, yeah, the yeah. thing is you don't even have to be in the gym. Like you can be in your living room and still give a quality where, and it's kind of unique in a sense where people are like, Oh, that's cool. He's training me from his living room. I see his home, but he's still, you know, training me. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I guess kind of, kind of nearing the end, as, as we start to think about wrapping this up, um, as far as advice that you got or advice that you'd give to a gym looking to make this transition and to maybe a trainer looking to make this transition, what, what kind of advice do you have regarding uh, uh, what you guys have done and where you've gone in, in, in the last six or seven months? You know, from, uh, from, my, from my experience with Peter, uh, it's first brainstorming and then if you don't know seek answers mm -hmm. that's going to be your, your biggest uh, asset is to speak out look for advice and and, and then talk to your groups talk to your circle talk to your circle and get more information the more information you get from your surroundings the better you can start molding an idea and then you're building a little bit more confidence into putting something into work i love it yeah and i would say like um sometimes you just have to do things one of the things i noticed and in talking to other gyms is that a lot of people were waiting like they were like okay i want to see i want to get the right program i want to do this before they did anything and like our trainer mike just did it and it was a little yeah. uncomfortable it was like I, I was like dude i don't know how to do zoom <laughs> awkward but it's like if you already have if you have people that trust you if you already have a community so sometimes you just have to do things and then figure it out along the way but at least you you you've got it going and you're going to make the mistakes. But if you're, if you're, if you're good, if you're a good trainer, if you're a good trainer and you put out good workouts, everything else is like technical, like navigating zoom and all that, you're going to figure that out, but at least you've started and now you can build off that. And, and you just got it. Like it's, you got to pivot quickly because there's not a lot of people like want to keep things going. And what would happen? Like if we didn't do it, if we didn't do it that first week, there's 10 other gyms that they can hop on to. So true. And, and again, it's like, we made the mistakes, you learn from that. And now you're just that much ahead as opposed to just sitting around being like, all right, I want to get this perfect before I get started. So it's like, you just got to get into action and just the mistakes are good. And, and like yeah. Lucho said, talk to your people. Cause if your people trust you, they're going to tell you this workout sucked and that's good. <laughs> and you're like, why did it suck? They're like, well, I couldn't hear you. The camera was like mm -hmm. bad lighting and they're like, okay, we'll fix that. And now yeah. you'll be that much better. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, and I guess to wrap this up, if, if, if some of our network wanted to view some of your classes, if they wanted to get in touch with you to learn, you know, kind of more, more about what you did and see, see the products that you've created and see the virtual experience that, that you're giving, where would they go? Uh, you could, our website, rftrain.com if you go there you can there's a you go to group classes there's a virtual class section where they can we have intro trials i want to say oh, it's cool. like a dollar 
it's only like a dollar for a free week or not, uh, not a free. It's a dollar for like a week of unlimited on demand or virtual classes. Our Instagram is real fitness underscore Playa del Rey where we, we try to keep things updated there. But if you go to the website, we have that $1 trial. Uh, it's rftrain.com and you can get a week of uh, unlimited um, on demand or the virtual classes. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I know we, we have a huge network of uh, new trainers, experienced trainers, trainers that own gyms uh, that are already starting online. And I, I, I highly recommend you guys just kind of, kind of check it out. These, the real fitness, uh, you know, Lucho and Peter, what they did was, was in my opinion, the, well, a great thing to do, but also something that, that in which they just started. And I, I love that advice you mentioned, Peter, in the sense of just, just as opposed to, you know, uh, like fiddling around trying to come up with the perfect program or, or trying to worry about anything, literally just put out a post on social media, say, Hey guys, I'm going to do a, a, a live streaming class and just do it. Uh, get the feedback, grow from that. And, and really just, just, yeah, once again, put yourself out there and as that'll really allow you to, to, uh, uh, you know, grow and, and grow your experience and grow your business and, and, and help more people. And as, as you all know, in, in these podcasts, I love to go big picture at the, at the end of these. And, and, you know, what is the virtual thing about? You know, what, what is virtual fitness about? And in my opinion, it's really about connecting with more people, helping more people become healthy, you know, avoid chronic disease, maybe lose weight, whatever your, your goals are for your clients and your target market. Helping those people is why you're making the effort to get online why you're making the effort to, to, to help people virtually. And, and as all trainers know that that is a huge component to why we do what we're do what we do is because we want to help more people. There are, you know, 350 million people in the United States and pretty much, well, we know about the, 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 a third of them are obese and need help. Um, and what our job is to do is to get our, we'll say products out there, our services out there so that we can help those people. While we do that, we earn more revenue and it's a beautiful cycle of value for on all sides. So if you aren't starting to train online as of right now, check out, uh, is it real, uh, rftrain.com? Yes. Real, yeah, real fitness. Um, and then their Instagram, uh, which they mentioned. And also guys, if you want assistance in, you know, starting to transition online, uh, this month only through the end of October, we're offering our four course bundle that teaches you everything about how to uh, work as an online personal trainer. Uh, we have a full Facebook marketing course. that's going to teach you about getting clients through Facebook um, and, and through Facebook groups, through uh, your own personal profile, what to post, how to post, how to communicate. Also, we have our 12 pre-made monthly workout templates that if you don't have a way to train people right now, you can literally take these templates and apply them right away and, and start selling them as your, and then customizing them and then selling them to your network. And then that, that also comes with that fourth course is going to be our, our meal plan templates in which you can uh, have a full calendar of scheduling your clients. Uh, uh, we'll say meals and ensuring they have proper nutrition that comes with about 12 recipes per uh, pack. There's about 10 total packs in there. So uh, we wanted to basically provide the easiest path for uh, you know, trainers to move online. And this is our best bundle deal we've ever had. Um, and it's actually about a $1,600 value that we're offering for $490. I'll throw a link down at the bottom of this podcast. 
uh, in which, uh, you know, it's going to basically take you to our certified online personal trainer page. Use coupon code webinar 30 at checkout. And we're going to throw in all of those uh, total uh, uh, four courses for you to help you get started right away. Um, Lucho, Peter, thanks so much for, for coming on. I think it, our students got a ton and ton of value from, you know, someone that's actually just, just adapted quickly, put it into action. And uh, now you guys are, are on, on the road to success and honestly growing more virtual options and growing your membership. So yeah, thank, uh, thank you so much for thank, having us. This is cool. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, guys, many, many kudos to you. And uh, for all those listening, thanks so much for checking us out. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you next week on the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. Cheers. As always, thanks for listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. You can learn more about fitness mentors at fitnessmentors.com. Be sure to share this podcast on social media. And remember, we are here to help you succeed.